The I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast with John Taylor and Shan Carr. It's a very busy Monday. First, we have to say hey to Shan Carr, who is somewhere in the jungles of Panama. I am just touring through the jungles and headed back to the city from the private island playground I've enjoyed the luxury of for the last couple days. And we're going to uh, run an interview that you had sent us that you had done with B, who is the proprietor of Ola, which is Oldish Lesbian Adventures. We'll have that coming up in a little bit. Over the weekend back home here, we had Diversity DHS Pride Festival, which we were at with uh, the Gay Desert Guide. And we got a chance to talk to Angelina Love, who is going to be a part of the Transgender Day of Remembrance, which is coming up this Wednesday. We'll talk about that in just a few. And Brad Furr was in L.A. for uh, the Trevor Project event, Trevor Live. He'll be talking about that and also give us a preview of what's to come this week in Gay Palm Springs. And Charlie Harding, Mr. Palm Springs Leather, has a cool event going on at Revivals After Dark this Wednesday night. So those are some of the things that are coming up on this edition of the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Well, and I have to say, you know, as much as people have been voyeuristic, with my little pictures and I've been pretty deliberate about, you know, stringing them along and stuff. I have been jealous as crap that everybody got to have dinner with Pete Buttigieg or pizza with Pete Buttigieg or cocktails with Pete Buttigieg. Like everybody was there. Well, we're going to take you there because we got sound from his speech that he gave in Palm Springs. And uh, we'll have that in today's edition of the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. We got you covered. Super. I can't wait to hear it. All right. We'll check back in with you. When are you getting back to to the desert? Late tomorrow night. So I'll be in a coma for one day. Have fun and uh, take lots of pics. Bye, Palm Springs. I miss you. And I'll see you back on the podcast on Thursday. The I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast with John Taylor and Shan Carr. Brad Fur here with the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast, and we are at the Pete for President 2020 event at the uh, home of Rich Weissman and JD. And I'm talking with Jeff Norman from the McCallum Theater. Jeff, tell us why you're supporting Pete for President. Well, you know, it's an, an extraordinary time in our history. Uh, everybody grows up and would like to be able to have a leader who. Uh, who they can see themselves in, and who can re- reflect their values, uh, and uh, it's it's an extraordinary time to be able to to vote for an openly gay president. But not only that, somebody who's bright and articulate and compassionate. Uh, I'm very excited uh, to hear what he has to say today, and it's it's an honor to be here. It really is. So, what uh, what turned the corner for you on wanting to support Pete? You know, it's a it, it, it's a wonderful primary field, really. I, I, I there's a lot of terrific candidates, and I absolutely will support whoever the Democratic candidate is. But um, Pete, every time I've seen him on a debate or you know on MSNBC, he answers he answers questions in complete sentences, which is a big deal these days. <laughs> it is. Uh, but but it's thoughtful. Uh, and it comes from a, 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 a place that, uh, that, that is a mixture of, of his heart and his brain, and that's kind of extraordinary. All right, we're at the Pete for President event. Gary Dorothy from Imageville. Gary, why Pete for President? When you hear him talk, he makes you want to listen for every next thought because he goes seamlessly from one issue to the next 
never wavers, always has, like he said, complete sentences, but complete thoughts and beautiful thoughts and kind thoughts. And kindness is kind of my God in a way. And uh, so for me to see someone being always kind and running for president with the biography that he has, uh, it, it, there's no question about him in my mind being the best candidate. And I'm so thrilled to be able to say that I support someone. Rich Weissman, who's our host tonight, writes a blog. The presidential candidates going back to the 60s for the Democrats, Kennedy and et cetera, have had five traits. Not every one of them have had all five traits that make them and the ideal candidate for president. And ultimately, they became president. Now, according to this blog that Rich writes, Pete exemplifies all five of those. And so it will be interesting to read that blog and to see what those attributes are and then measure that up against some of the great presidents that we've had over the last decades. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sure that one of them is what Gary just said, which is kindness. Mm -hmm. uh, it's so sorely lacking in our in our conversation now. It's so needed, and I think we are about to begin. Pete is here in Palm Springs. So, further ado, I'd like to introduce the next president of the United States. so much, J.D., for hosting us in your home. We're, we're so thankful to be in, in such a beautiful space to our fantastic hosts and host committee and all of you for snapping into action and powering this campaign. Uh, the truth is, if it were not for the support that you are giving us right now in California, we might not be able to celebrate as we are provisionally because we don't get ahead of ourselves, but take a moment to celebrate having arrived in first place in Iowa. Yeah. There are a lot more hills to climb uh, between now and well, the, when the bell rings. But, but what it means is that the more we get our message in front of people, uh, the better things go for us. And that's important because uh, we'd hate if it were the reverse. Uh, what we know is that even now, there are a lot of voters who haven't yet heard this message. Uh, and when we have an opportunity, with your support, in places like Iowa and New Hampshire and South Carolina and Nevada, and critically, just to be sure there's no confusion about this, California, which is an early state this time. Yeah. The ability to mobilize on the ground, to have those human interactions between you and people you encounter and people you know, even as I'm doing uh, the, the things we got to do on television and going out into the, into the backyards and everything in between, this is how we're building a movement for change in this country. Yes. And what I'd like to do here as concisely as I can is make sure I've communicated to you the, the values that are propelling this campaign and the kind of White House I'm seeking to lead. The image that I, I always ask people to begin by thinking about and to visualize just as specifically and as crisply as you can is what it will feel like the first day that the sun comes up in this country and Donald Trump is no longer the president.
And I think we're ready for that. <laughs> I think you can't come soon enough. And part of why I ask you to think about that, it is a reminder that one way or the other, that day will happen. And when it does, there will be the relief of putting the chaos behind us and the corruption, at least this particular kind of corruption, behind us. Not waking up dreading what tweet just emanated from the White House. We can put that behind us. But the real reason I'm asking you to visualize that day is to think about just how challenging it will be for our country and what it is going to require of our next president. Because the sun's going to be coming up over a country that on that day will be even more divided than we are now, even more torn up over politics. If you just think about everything we've been through and everything we're about to go through, the sun's going to come up over a country that will be exhausted from fighting and very much in need of being unified that day. And yet another thing is also going to be true, which is that these critical policy challenges will be waiting for the next president that did not take a break through the impeachment process. Sun's also going to be coming up in a climate that is just a few years away from the point of no return. It will be coming up over a country where kids are now learning active shooter drills before they learn to read. Coming up over a country where even on, when the numbers on a page and the stock market ticker on TV tells us that the economy is doing well, so many Americans, including in communities like mine, feel that they have to fight just to hold on to what they've got. And what that means is that the task of the next president will be to face those issues, to resolve with bold and big ideas, these huge issues, and at the same time, figure out a way to do it that actually can unify, not further polarize the American people. And I'm running to be that president. I'm running to be the president who can pick up the pieces. also see that it can be done, and I'm asking you to see it with me, that we can bring Americans together, build an American majority around the values that animate this country. If we have a leader, if we have a president willing to use those values to unify, not divide. So when we think about a value we share, like our allegiance to this country, patriotism, love of country, how we feel when we see our flag. I'm not talking about the cheap nationalism of, of throwing a military parade uh, for the president's ego or, or, or literally hugging the flag. That's, that's, that's not what I mean. I mean a much richer sense of what it means to belong to this country, beginning with the awareness that our country is made of people. And you cannot love a country if you hate half of the people in it. kind of love of country, a kind of instinct to protect this country that remembers that protecting this country means honoring our values. Overseas, this is how we will restore the credibility of this country. And also protecting this country starts right here at home. It means protecting the next generation. It means protecting people in their places of worship and, and where they go to shop. That is why we cannot allow the Second Amendment to continue to be distorted into an excuse to do nothing at all when it comes to saving lives from gun violence. And yes, that is a matter of national security. 
that we do something about the global security threat of our time, protecting our country means protecting our future, and that means facing climate change as the national security challenge before us for the next generation, and acting accordingly, and leaving the world to doing something about it. So you see, we can rally around a common sense of purpose in order to do a real and important progressive thing. I'm seeing the way these values that could be uniting this country are instead being used to wedge us off against each other. I see it happening with faith. I'm offering a presidency where it will always be clear that the Constitution and the White House and the government and the flag belong to people of every religion and of no religion equally, because that is a founding principle of this country. that principle while also letting those who are guided by their faith know that they will not have to look at my White House, scratch their head, and ask themselves, whatever happened, I was hungry and you fed me. Yeah. I was a stranger and you welcomed. Because every faith and non-religious moral tradition tells us something about lifting up the marginalized, and that is part of what will guide me in this White House. not just as a system, but as a value, as an American value, the idea that we are better off when our capital responds to us. And that has implications. It means that we can't tolerate districts drawn to where politicians are picking out their voters rather than the other way around. We can't tolerate money outvoting people in the United States Supreme Court. We cannot continue to go on with our fellow U.S. citizens in D.C. and Puerto Rico, whose problems are, are just as serious as ours, to continue to go without political representation. We've got to live up to democracy as a value, and that even means, at risk of sounding simple-minded, uh, that we might go so far in a democracy as to begin choosing our president by counting up all of the votes and giving it to the person who got the most. <laughs> So is freedom, that, that classic American value that I'm afraid has been ironically put into a box and made so small as if all there was to freedom was cutting every regulation and tax in sight. But I'm talking about a different, thicker, richer sense of freedom. Yeah. Talking about the freedom to live a life of your choosing. The kind of freedom that you don't have if a county clerk gets to tell you who you want to marry based on their version of their religion. And if we are serious about freedom, then yes, sometimes it does mean getting government out of the way, no question. For example, it means getting government out of the business of telling women what their reproductive health care choices are. Yeah. But here again, sometimes it means insisting that the public sector step up and deliver results. We, we understand that at the local level, although we could use more national support for it. For example, in the form of a secretary of education who believes in public education. Yeah. Yeah. to step up and do things like deliver health care because you're not free if you don't have it. Only the way I would do it, which we call Medicare for all who want it, revolves around freedom. The freedom we can create for every American by making sure that one way or the other you get covered. But with Medicare for all who want it, it's also allowing you the freedom to decide whether and when you want it rather than ordering anybody onto our plan. That's how we solve the problem and hold together an American majority bigger than we've had in my lifetime to do real, bold, progressive change. And... After issue, we have an opportunity in front of us to make it happen. Whether we're talking about 
facing the challenge of mental health care and ensuring that mental health is treated as seriously and talked about as openly as physical health challenges, or whether we are talking about confronting the demon of systemic racism in this country before it drags down the entire American project, because we must solve it in our lifetime. On issue after issue, we can muster the resolve to act and do something even more important, even though it sounds less uh, concrete as a policy. And that is to cultivate a sense of belonging in this country, because I believe this country is experiencing a crisis of belonging. Right now, in different ways and for different reasons, so many people are being told that you don't belong, whether it is uh, by reason of religion or national origin or who you love or ability. It's, it's something different for everybody, but everybody's getting this message and it is costing us. It, it is in our politics, it is in our social disarray. It is even, I believe, reflected in the rise in what are called deaths from despair as people self-medicate, not sure where they belong. And this is something that the presidency is uniquely able to help do something about. Yeah. I think it's part of what the presidency is for. Not the glorification of the president, but the empowerment and unification of the American people. That's what I'm Another, there are a lot of folks here who will be interested in, in strategy. So just before going to questions, I wanted to uh, share a strategic note. I've created this vision of the day after Trump. Uh, I think a lot of folks are thinking about, okay, how are we actually delivered? Uh, it was colorfully put to me in a New Hampshire backyard by a voter who listened to my whole speech and then said, uh, I love what you have to say, but uh, honestly, I would vote for my neighbor's dog if I thought that's who could beat President Trump. <laughs> So, uh, uh, actually, we are having a conversation. I think Rich has delivered a, a more uh, concrete, analytical, and rigorous account of this. But there, there's a pattern I want to share with you that, that I've noticed, too, which is that if you look at the last 50 years, uh, every time my party has won the presidency, certain things have been true of the nominee. It's been somebody who is new on the national scene, calling the country to its highest values, and representing a new generation of leadership. Yeah. That's, that's been true. A simpler way to put it is that uh, America has a pattern of generally seeking the opposite in style and substance of whatever we've just had in the White House. And I would argue that it doesn't get more opposite than the guy in there now. <laughs> the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast is on the road, and we are at the fabulous Diversity DHS Pride Festival, and I am here with Angelina Love. Hey. Hey, how are you? Doing great. And, of course, Angelina Love, you know, as uh, a part of the uh, administration of the Transgender Health and Wellness Center. And you have a huge event that's coming up this Wednesday that you're a part of. Tell us about it. Well, actually, we have our Trans Day of Remembrance that's going on in downtown Palm Springs, and it's a resource fair as well. So our resource fair is between 3 and 8 p.m. with our candlelight visual starting at 5 p.m. And it's going to be at City Hall, right? Yes, sir. City Hall in downtown Palm Springs. Well, in Palm Springs by the airport. <laughs> now, you have a, an event that's going to be happening on Tuesday night, too. That's a, that's a fundraiser. Yes. Actually, we have our pre-TDOR with Ryan Casada, and the tickets are $75 a piece, and that event, I believe, starts at 6. Okay. Now, Ryan Casada is uh, a singer? He is a trans vocalist and singer-songwriter. 
And he's going to be performing at the event? Yes, sir. He will be performing as well as speaking and performing on Wednesday at the Trans Day of Remembrance as well. The visibility of the trans community has been propelled to a higher level over the past few years. How has that affected you personally? Well, it's been able to allow me to become more visible and not feel like I have to be pushed back into a closet somewhere. So I'm able to be more visible than I was 10 years ago. I transitioned 16 years ago. So yeah, I'm able to be 100% as visible as I want to be. And it allows me to do a bunch of great things within our community. And the, the Transgender Health and Wellness Center in Cathedral City, if you haven't stopped by, you should know about this resource in our community. It's beautiful with your fabulous mural by Marconi Kalindas. Yes, yes, it is a 3D mural. So you can stop by and say, hey, you know, I want to come see the mural. And I'm the first person you greet. And would, would, do, you have the, do you have the 3D glasses? Yes, we have plenty of 3D glasses, <laughs> plenty. So we are in, uh, well, we're just audio right now. We're not 3D, but you, you are gorgeous, and it is so nice to be with you at, at this fabulous event here in Desert Hot Springs, and this is the meaning of diversity. We have every walk of life, every age group, every uh, background, and it's just an amazing festival today. Yes, and thank you for having me, and it was a pleasure. All right. Angelina Love from Transgender Health and Wellness Center. We'll see you Wednesday at the Transgender Day of Remembrance. Yes, and see everyone there. And now on the Isle of Gay Palm Springs podcast, we return you now to the private island in Panama with Shan Carr and a special guest. We're here with B from Ola Private Island Playground. And I've just been here for three days, and girl, it is a private island playground. Tell me what what made you do this? Well, wife and I came here for anniversary, and we were the only ones on the island at the time. Bells went off in my head, uh, spoke to the owner, decided to give him the vision that I had for our age group, uh, initially for women. Well, and OLA stands for Oldish Lesbian Adventures. Yeah. And so the dream kind of went from there and realized that where we are, we can book out the whole island. It's all ours. Clothing is optional. How many people stay on the island when every bed is booked? 31 total. 31 people. 31 all women, all all guys. Well, because we are talking about doing a couple of all guy ones, right? We are indeed. I want to share it with everyone from our community. Why not? So I know what's so special about this place right now, but tell me what you think is so special about it. It's unique in the fact that it is the only LGBTQ playground in Panama and Ola created it. There's so much to do here. There is, if you're into scuba, if you're into snorkeling, if you're into offshore sports fishing, uh, kayaking, hiking, birding, we have the howlers, uh, the howler monkeys. I hear the howler monkeys right across our cup of tea right here in the bay. You can hear them howling. And then yesterday we did something called subwing. Yep, subwing, you can virtually feel like a dolphin under the water, come up for air, go down again. Uh, you like hang on to these two... Two wings. Wings, like a tail yep. fin almost. Yes. And you're being pulled slowly by the boat and you just point them down. Girl, my God, I was so scared. Yep. And you go down and up and... And so anyone of any age can do it. Yeah, um, uh, right. Well, we were both little old ladies and we got out there, so that was pretty good. Exactly. And I mean, well, I'll tell you now, I'm 55. And it's something that you can do. 
you're not going to break a hip, you're not going to damage your knee, you're not going to throw your back out. It's a gentle sport. Um, we also have the chest wakeboard, which by, you know, we're not as limber as we, we get older. We did that, though. We, we hung did. on we for did. dear life. Well, you have the, I got a massage, the most beautiful, like, point out there at the end, water on all sides, kind of a precarious bridge to get across, but there's a payoff on the other end. Yeah, that's our spa. The, the spa is yellow, and it's our wellness area as well, so you can get deep tissue, Swedish massage, aromatherapy, hot rocks, anything that, right. that your body Yep. demands or wants or screams well in your vision was women and i i am surprised that some big old dyke like me would encourage you but now you're gonna do a boys trip and you're gonna do a women's and a men's fetish and fantasy trip or you're looking into it it's not all locked in yet i'm worried it might be a little more than you bargained for <laughs> so I will be coming back for the singles lesbian trip in May and a couple of fetish and fantasy things and a men's trip and a bunch of different things. So you have a while to get this next year going. Where can people find you? They can find us on old-ish lesbian adventurers or they can go to our actual business page which is Ola Women's Tours, all one word. Uh, they can also contact me direct or via you. Oh yeah, you can find them through me. We're so happy to have B here. We're so sad to be leaving this private island playground, but I'm going to a monkey island tour and I can't wait to hold the little monkeys. So, bye-bye. I love gay Palm Springs. I do too. That low voice over there belongs yes. to Charlie. Charlie Harding, of course, you know his voice from uh, singing in Probe 7. That's correct. And you know his uh, being for being Mr. Palm Springs Leather 2019. Congratulations. 2020. 2020. Yes, I'm even the future. Charlie, of course, is such a, a beloved uh, member of our, our community. You're doing a special thing on um, Hunters on Thursdays. Want to talk yes, about that? Yeah, sure am. I've got a new men's party. That's right, guys. A party for the guys to come out Thursday nights. It's called Charlie Harding's Hard Bodies, Daddy's Night Out. So what we're doing is guys can come out, dance in a dark dance floor, flirt a little, you know, dirty flirty, that kind of thing, a little nudgy nudgy, kissy kissy. Plus we play some stupid bar games. I give away t-shirts and, and towels. We're going to bring you up to speed on something else that Charlie Harding has up his slightly soiled sleeve, and that is... <laughs> That is a special sale that's happening this Wednesday. That's right. At Revivals. That is correct. This coming Wednesday, we are doing Revivals After Dark. Mm. So, you know, people donate things to Revivals all the time. T-shirts, yes. jeans, housewares. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of other stuff people donate that you don't realize ends up in the back room at Revivals. And so now this is going to be a, a 18 or 21 plus. Yeah, this is more of an adults only event. Right. It includes things from the fetish world. Okay. Paddles, floggers, mm -hmm. things that you would use to explore your BDSM fantasies, as well as leather, mm -hmm. harnesses, chaps, pants, jackets, armbands, boots, you know, anything you could need to decide to jump in a little bit and explore. So this is going to be at Revivals. Which location? This is the one here in Palm Springs okay. on South Palm Canyon at 7 to 9. Just to be sure, will all of these things already be there or should people bring things? No, for this event, this one is specifically things that have been donated to Revivals. Right. So don't bring anything extra with you that you want to donate or whatever. I'll tell you about something else in a second that I've got up my sleeve. Ooh. Again, where that stuff will be taken care of as well. But this is a great one where Revivals gets to pull out their adult videos, 
all, all right. the leather stuff, all the kinky stuff. I have it on good authority because I just was given the opportunity to double check that it worked. Mm-hmm. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. That there is even a sex machine oh. in the sale this Wednesday. So a mechanical contrivance. Um, yes, a, a mechanical contrivance. And you actually <laughs> saw to it that I it was in good working wanted order. Wanted to make sure that it worked <laughs> and wanted to make sure that it was going to be priced appropriately. All right. See, so, that's that's yeah. cool. Everything's going to be very affordable. Right. This is a chance for people to dip their toe into something they may or may not have done before. And sometimes, when, especially in the BDSM world, the leather world, these are custom-made items in a lot of cases, and they're expensive. Very. Like yeah. a pair of leather pants, yeah. leather trousers can go for anywhere from 400 to $1,000, depending on them. And these are going to be priced way less than that. Are you going to be wearing your Mr. Palm Springs leather vest? Oh, I will vest? be in full Mr. Palm Springs leather regalia. Your, your so. vest that you just got is yes. just amazing. How yeah. would you describe that vest to the listener? Well, it's, it's really neat because when you win Mr. Palm Springs leather, which I still freak out thinking that I actually did. I still It still hasn't quite sunk in. It's been mm-hmm. a few weeks, but it's still not quite there. Yeah. Um, you get your patch, which then goes on the back of a vest. Correct. And that is basically what you wear proudly as if it would be your royalty robe. In addition to that, they also give you a medallion, mm-hmm. which the, it was the 25th anniversary of Mr. Palm Springs Leather, and so it has the 25th anniversary Very on nice. it. Very kind of nice. So again, that's kind of your crown or your jewel i have it hanging in my truck when i drive down the road and then i go into mcdonald's it pops around my neck (laughs) (laughs) there you go well your vest that you affixed the patch to is an amazing vest anyway who made it rough trade rough trade they designed the new logo for um this year for mr palm springs leather and they they just do amazing work whether it's right off the rack or if it's custom like what i had done it's amazing. Now, you have an event that may be a, tr- like a place where you can trade the leather stuff? Exactly. That's my December event that's coming ah. up. Um, the date is to be determined. I believe it's going to be December 21st. Look for Mr. Palm Springs Leather on Facebook, Facebook. right? Look for MrPalmSpringsLeather.com. You've got the site. I've got the website. Every event that's going to be coming up will be listed there with graphics and explanations of what it is, where to go, how to have fun with it. But, yeah, in December, we're actually going to do what I call... Um, the BYOL, Bring Your Own Leather. Kind of a swap shop. A swap meet, exactly. Uh, meet and greet swap meet is what I'm calling it. And you get a chance to, you can either donate stuff to me up front, and then I will take care of getting it sold and the money going to um, charity, or you can bring your own stuff with you and you can take care of it and then donate money Very directly nice. from the sales to the charity. MrPalmSpringsLeather.com is the website with all the uh, Charlie Harding happenings. Exactly. For the next uh, 12 months, you're the man, and we're glad you're the man, and I'm thrilled for you because we're friends, and I've always been a fan of your energy and what you do in the community. You're such a good guy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and just to give everybody a a heads up, because everybody goes, well, where's the money going to go? Yeah. I am creating a new nonprofit that I'm proud to announce for the first time right here. Tell me more. And it is Charlie Harding's Angels Project. In service. Very which stands nice. for CHAPS, for <laughs> short. And it's about being that strange angel that comes into somebody's life and helps them back from the edge. With Probe 7 and Brent, we wrote a song called Strange Angels. Right. Which was about finding people to be helpful in your life in the weirdest places. People you'd never expect to be someone who could be your angel and help you um, shows up. And so I've taken that 
sentiment that we put into the song and now I've created a nonprofit and that is going to be where the money all goes so it can then be dispersed to all the local charities. That's awesome. Charlie Harding, MrPalmSpringsLeather.com. The sale at Revivals is this Wednesday and it starts at what time? 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Okay, cool. So it's after dark. You can Mm -hmm. sneak those unmentionables in through the back door and no one will notice. Right. Charlie, you're awesome. Thank you for coming by the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Thank you. I love what I hear. Thanks for listening to the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Like us on Facebook at I Love Gay Palm Springs. John Taylor and Brad Fur. This is the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast for a Monday. And welcome back to the desert. You were in L.A. I was. So let's take a quick detour to Beverly Hills, shall we? Sure. It was the uh, Trevor Live event, the uh, Los Angeles Trevor Live event last night. Uh, Today being Monday, November the 18th of 2019. And uh, Sybil Shepard won uh, the Champion Award. And I was wondering, how how does Sybil Shepard win an award from the Trevor Project? She explained um, her family history. An older sister who was a lesbian, who lived her life as a lesbian, but never could really come out because of her age. Um, and, uh, and then her work in the LGBTQ community dates way back. She actually was on somebody like Larry King's show or one of the shows talking about marriage equality far before it was fashionable or, um, or you know, safe to do so if you were an actor in Hollywood. So uh, Jane Lynch had a chance to introduce her last night. We were there. Uh, I've got some photos that I'll be posting on Facebook. Uh, we ran that uh, live broadcast on our Facebook page on Gay Desert Guide. So congratulations to the folks at the Trevor Project. The PWC Charitable Trust donated uh, a $6 million gift Wow. Million and a half a year over, you know, what, three, four, four years, I guess it is. Um, and that was, of course, a, a huge uh, announcement last night. So Trevor Project doing some great work to prevent uh, teenage suicide. Uh, primarily so the and now they're beyond just the helpline the old phone lines they're doing chat um and they're doing um uh texts texts and all kinds of social media and social media to reach uh young people who are in crisis so uh happy that i was able to go to that it'd been years since i'd been to it and we were uh we were a a proud part of that last evening. Lovely. Well, in Palm Springs, there's no lack of things happening this weekend. Absolutely. And uh, tonight being Monday the 18th, I'm going to make my way from Beverly Hills to Cathedral City. All right. Uh, swimming pools and movie stars. There you go. Uh, we are uh, helping with the Cat City uh, cocktails, cookies, and crazy sweaters. Mm-hmm. So wear your ugliest sweater tonight. We are going to be at Trunks Bar tonight starting at 6 p.m. DJ Galaxy and Angelique Gorgeous, who was the winner of the Cat City Drag Race. She's fabulous. We are so far beyond the G. We are now doing so many things in Palm Springs for the for the other letters of our alphabet, the L's, mm-hmm. the B's, the T's, and this is the T week. So the Transgender Health and Wellness Center has an evening with Ryan Casada. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Wednesday is our uh, traditional Transgender Day of Remembrance Resource Fair and Vigil that is out in front of City Hall. Uh, Ryan will be there as a, a, as a speaker as well. That's happening this week. We're going to have a candlelight vigil at 5. And Big Queen Bingo uh, benefiting the L Fund Wednesday evening at Oscars. There is a... um 
Wine Women PSP dinner for Animal Samaritans on Sunday. Jazzville is Wednesday night at Wangs in the Desert. Speaking of jazz, I know you want to put a little plug in for your friend Tierney. Oh, yes, Tierney Sutton. Eight-time Grammy nominee for Best Jazz Vocalist is going to be at the Palm Springs Jazz Festival. This weekend at the Annenberg. Yeah, so we're excited about that. Arturo Sandoval is the headliner, Mm -hmm. amazing uh, Latin jazz, just Great, great stuff this weekend. The Coachella Valley uh, Small Business Expo is happening on Thursday, and we will be at, um, where are we at? I think Fantasy Springs. So uh, we all like to have a chance to meet and greet all of the uh, other businesses around the valley. A chamber mixer this week on Thursday for the Palm Springs Area Chamber of Commerce. Desert Winds Freedom Band and uh, their concert all Gershwin this weekend. The Balloon Glow at Weston Hills Mission, uh, Weston Mission. Hills. McCormick's auto auction is coming up. And by the way, yes. I'm going to send you this a really great article I found on USA Today, a part of the Gannett Network, um, which talks about the new Mustang. Oh, yes. Which is all electric, 300-mile yes. range. It's like the mock. It's not the, very gay, but I certainly like it. It's the Mustang mock. I think they've done a really nice job with it. We'll talk more about that as it happens. And you are definitely an electric car guy with your Tory Nissan Leaf. Exactly. So you Um, got the sponsorship in there, too. Thank you very much. Uh, Randy Rainbow is here this weekend. It's Props and Hops uh, at the Air Museum. Uh, Miracle on El Paseo, and we'll talk more about these events, the weekend events, when you join us Thursday, because you are going to be subscribing to this very podcast. That's right. Just by touching that button that says subscribe on your Apple Podcasts and on other platforms. And then every time we do a new podcast, ding! And we'll uh, send it out with your uh, newsletter from the Gay Desert Guide, this guy, Brad Fur. Thank you very much, Sean. We want to thank Charlie Harding, Mr. Palm Springs Leather, for being on. Angelina Love from the Transgender Health and Wellness Center. Also, Shan Carr from Panama. Brad Fur, your Gay Desert Guide, who was our Pete Buttigieg correspondent. correspondent yes. Did a nice job there. And uh, we want to thank everybody for listening to the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. We'll have another one up for you Thursday morning. Thanks for listening. Talk to you Thursday.